Hello and welcome to episode 6 of Unpacking Articles within Unpacking Language Pedagogy. Today we're going to be unpacking a research study called Training Students to Use Online Translators and Dictionaries The Impact on Second Language Writing Scores. And the topic of online translators in the language classroom always generates a lot of discussion and debate. Essentially, we all want to know, are online translators helpful tools for language learning? Some instructors think that online translators are just one more tool, like in math classes you can use calculators, then maybe in language classes you can use online translators. Other instructors, like myself, worry that online translators are tools for bypassing learning as opposed to enhancing learning. And although that's how I currently feel, and it's because of how I see most students use online translators, I am open to changing my mind. But to convince me, you need to show me that using online translators leads to language development, that students are learning from using online translators. And that's what this article attempts to address. Of course, it's just one study, we need many more studies like this one. Most previous research has focused on whether students use translators and for what. Students report using translators to look up words, look up phrases, double-check things for editing, etc. But of course, we don't know if that is truly the only uses of online translators. It could be that some students are using them for much more than that, and they're simply not disclosing that in the surveys. As for the impact on the quality of writing, previous research also tells us that students write better essays when they're using online tools, and that makes sense because these tools are a form of assistance. That's not the case for all languages, true. We know that translators are better for some languages than for others. But the big question remains, does the use of online translators and dictionaries impact second language development? What I mean by that is, we already know, we are convinced that online translators and dictionaries can help them write better papers. We got that. Now, what about helping them learn the language? So, could it help them write better in future assignments, down the line? Do students who use online translators and dictionaries end up writing better papers even when they cannot use those tools? And that is what this study is all about. The participants were 310 college students. They were in third and fourth semester Spanish and French courses, and they were divided into five treatment groups. One group was Google Translate plus training. So they received training on how to use Google Translate. They reviewed the pros and cons of it. They looked at examples, etc. Then you had a Google Translate group without training. And then we had two groups similar like that, but with word reference. So word reference plus training, word reference, no training. And finally, there was a control group that did not use any tools at all. So, the research design was as follows. First, everybody did a pretest, which was to write a three-paragraph letter, and they could not use any tools at all. 
That was meant to see where the students were at at the beginning of the study. A week later, everybody did a 20-minute session where the groups that were plus training participated in the training that was specifically about the tool they had been assigned, either Google Translate or Word Reference. The other groups that did not receive training, they attended a 20-minute session on a cultural topic. Then a week later, everybody wrote two compositions. And for this part of the study, the groups that were Google Translate groups were allowed to use Google Translate. The groups that were Word Reference groups were allowed to use Word Reference. And of course, the control group didn't use anything. The point of this part of the study was to collect data to see if training the students on using tools and then asking them to write something using those tools resulted in better essays. In other words, to see if training had any effect. But the part that's really interesting to me happened one week later, and that is the first post-test for which the students were not allowed to use any tools at all. Once again, they wrote a three-paragraph letter on a different topic, same format for everybody, and again, nobody was able to use any outside help. Four to five weeks later, they did a delayed post-test, like a second post-test. Same thing as what I just described, three-paragraph letter, new topic, nobody was able to use any tools at all. So the post-tests are going to help us answer the question of whether using a tool impacts their ability to write unassisted later on. Everything that the students wrote was scored by different raters. They had 12 raters total, and that's because there were a lot of essays, and each composition, each essay, was double rated, rated by two people. And the raters were told to assign a score out of five points for each of these six categories, so the total was 30. The categories were content, grammar, spelling or accents, syntax, vocabulary, and understandability. So what were the results? For the compositions where the students were able to use tools, the groups that received training did better than the groups that didn't receive training. And also, the Google Translate groups did better than the Word Reference groups. Now, here's where it gets interesting, the post-test. Remember, this is where they couldn't use any outside help. On the first post-test, the Google Translate Plus Training group did worse than all of the other groups. On the second post-test, the delayed post-test, there were no differences among the groups. Everybody did about the same. That's the summarized version of the results. But as I was looking at the mean scores for all the compositions and all the groups, something caught my eye. The Google Translate groups, with or without training, had a spike in scores for the two compositions when they were able to use Google Translate. But when that was taken away and they were not able to use it, they went back down to the same levels as the pretest. And that spike in scores was not evidenced in any of the other groups. That makes me wonder how much outside help is perhaps too much help. 
In a way, that spike in scores made me think of steroids. When the students are using Google Translate, can we say their work is a reflection of their own abilities or is their performance unfairly enhanced? Another thing that I noticed was that the Google Translate plus training group had the highest and the lowest scores out of everybody. So what's up with these extremes? Why was the Google Translate plus training group so different from the rest? One possibility that the author suggests, and I agree with, is summarized in this quote, and it says, it is possible that once there was no longer the ability to use Google Translate, students in the Google Translate plus training group could no longer put their training into use and had become more reliant on the tool they had begun to master. That last part really resonates with me. Are students just mastering the use of a tool? As a language educator, I'd like to think that I am assessing their ability to use the target language and not their ability to use Google Translate. All right, let's talk about some of the limitations of the study, which could certainly be overcome by future studies. The first one is that Spanish and French students were all lumped together. Of course, they wrote in their respective language, but the scores were all lumped together. And as we said before, we know that online translators don't work the same for all languages. So it would have been interesting to see if there were any differences between the Spanish and the French compositions. The second limitation is that the study used holistic scores. So, for example, we don't know if some of those lower scores were due to linguistic issues as opposed to content. Remember that one of the categories that the raters used was indeed content, to what extent the learners had addressed the prompt. To me, that particular criterion is assessing something beyond Google Translate or Word Reference. A third limitation is that all of the topics were different, which I totally understand why the researcher chose to do that. But perhaps asking the learners to write the exact same thing later on could give us more insights in terms of learning gains. For example, if they looked up a word on word reference or even Google Translate, do they remember that word by the time they have to write the same thing again? So the bottom line is, Training is helpful, and I fully agree with that. Now, the question is, helpful for what? The study tells me that training is helpful to use a tool. And that's great, but does using these tools have an impact on second language development? That, to me, remains unclear. And so, the takeaway message is an analogy that I often use. Google Translate is like a self-driving car. It will get you there even if you don't know how to drive. On the other hand, what reference is like a GPS. It will help you get there, but it will not drive for you. And this is why in my classes, I definitely see a role for tools like Word Reference or Lingui, but I'm still skeptical when it comes to Google Translate as a learning tool. That's just my take on it. As usual, I encourage you to read the original and draw your own conclusions. Thank you for tuning in and until next time.